Hey, yo, it's Job. And Davey. Welcome to the Decent Tech Show, serving mediocrity to the masses or greatness to the globe. You decide. First off, we're going to talk about how Americans are willing to take a pay cut America! in order to work from uh-huh. home. Now, do you think <laughs> that you would take a 5% pay cut to work from home forever? Shoot, you know what? If I could take a 5% pay cut to work from home forever... Yeah. For good. For good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that was in a job description, I'm looking for jobs and I'm just going through and looking through. And then they're just like, listen, in the job description, I know this is a little bit less than what other people pay, but work from home forever. Forever. I'm applying. I want that job. I mean, I, w- I don't know. I, don't, I, just, <laughs> I caught the switch on your. <laughs> you did? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already better than Jonah and I'm doing this with one hand. Shoot. Let's go. Now, I don't know. Okay, I'm lying. I would take a 5% pay cut in order to always work from home and never have to worry about ever going into an office ever again in my life. Done deal. And you know what? Consider your line of work too, Job. You're a realtor. Imagine never having to show a house again. You're just doing virtually from home. That's actually my favorite part. Oh, showing houses? Yeah. See, there is a part of me that's like, I like the feel of going into the office, but I would rather that always be an option. Just it's an option. I don't have Well, that's how my job is now. I'm not required to go to an office. I work from here 99.9% of the time minus houses. I'm speaking more hypothetical as well. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Okay. I don't know what the... I don't like that. No. Don't like that at all, bud. No, that was a little too excited. <coughs> now, that was a little vomit in a carrot. That's what that was. What? I don't know. Um, so I don't know if I'd be willing. I would be willing to take a 5% cut. Now, for you guys out there, would you be willing to keep your same job, always work from home, and take a 5% pay cut? How much is 5%? I don't know, man. I mean, let's just do. So you make a hundred grand a year. Okay. So five percent of a hundred grand. So if you were to lose five percent of your job, which pays you a hundred grand, you would lose five k. I guess so. Yeah. Five k a year. Go inclu- to ninety five thousand, including taxes. That ain't too bad, really. That's not bad at all. That's not that bad. I could take a five percent pay cut. Now let's say, I don't know. Let's say you're making minimum wage. What would that put you at a year? Twenty eight thousand. Twenty eight thousand. Let's say twenty. Let's say twenty eight thousand. Okay. For good measure. Let's put you at twenty eight thousand, and five uh, percent. Right. It's only fourteen hundred bucks a year. I could I could lose fourteen hundred to never have to go into an office again if That's I was working bad. an office job. That's not bad. I mean, you probably make it back in gas, depending on how far your job is. Yeah. Yeah. I think, probably. Right? Actually, yeah. The amount of money you wouldn't be spending in gas. Done deal. Yeah. But then you have those, you have the type, and you have to you have to be wary of this too. You have the type of person that's like, oh, I work from home all the time, so I go to coffee shops to do my work. So then you factor in how much money you're spending on coffee and driving uh, to the coffee shop. I mean, if you're taking a five percent pay cut for that, I don't know if it's worth it. But if you can really if you can really get your homework game done, like that's good. I feel like people who are willing who would work in a coffee shop would also be willing to buy coffee any other day as well, though. You're right. When you put it that way. It just makes sense. Go for it. Take the 5% cut. Although there are some that some workers aren't too fond of the prospect. It says here that whether they're concerned about their health or they have domestic 
um, responsibilities that keep them at home, or they simply just don't want to return um, to an unwelcome commute. Um, so some people are saying like that they're not too fond of a pay cut, even if it means that they could avoid the like commute to work. Cause some people have to drive quite a ways, you know, or like they have responsibilities at home with like taking the kids to school, picking them up from school, making sure that the kids are fed, everything like that. Um, or just like normal. So why wouldn't they want to work things. from home? I don't know. I mean, they're, it's saying here that they just aren't too fond of it. Are they, are, are, are they just not fond of I think they're just losing not fond, the f- I think they're just not fond of the 5%. Okay, so you guys who are not fond of the 5%, obviously nobody's fond of losing 5% of their cash. Like, it's not a thing. But for the convenience, let's put it this way. You pay 10%, you pay 20% for a tip at a restaurant because of the convenience that you get for it. You yeah. wouldn't pay a 5% tip to your employer to not have to go to work? You got a point. You got a point. I mean, that makes total sense to me. That's 15% profit. Yeah. I mean, if you're using the same logic, same line of reasoning, absolutely. And I I don't know. I think about this and I think that when you're asked to work from home, you think of that as like, oh, this is great. And this can be a huge benefit and plus for new businesses that are starting up. And you imagine like, the norm. You start up a business, you have to have an office space. You have to have a storefront. You have to have something like that. Imagine starting up an office-placed business where everybody is allowed to work from home. They get a 5% pay cut, which goes back into the startup of the business. Now, the only thing that I have to say is that there has to be a requirement to work in the office. Like There has to be a requirement that you have to be in the office every single day but if you don't want to be in the office every single day, you can take a 5% pay cut and work from home. It can't be everybody works from home because if everybody works from home, then What's the point there, of shouldn't, pay cut? there shouldn't be a pay cut at all. Yeah. What's the point of the, why are you cutting my pay if everybody's doing it? Like just set everybody up and say that this is the pay. Yeah, this is yeah. the pay. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Um, I think that because along with the business idea too, there are a lot more businesses that are popping up that are only on DoorDash. Or only on Grubhub. Like, yeah, because they use those commercial kitchens. Yeah, exactly. Where, like, you just show up. Like, you can't go to a storefront and, like, grab your food or anything. Like Mr. Beast Burger. Exactly. Like Mr. Beast Burger. Uh, Guy Fieri has one now. Does he? Yeah. Um, I, I ordered from it. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's really good stuff. But I would say that when it comes to businesses like that, restaurants and stuff, I think you can get the same thing from a work-from-home startup as well. Restaurants is a little, little bit more oh. difficult for me. I'd be pretty upset if somebody rolled up to my table with a, with a little computer on a laptop or, or a little laptop on a cart with my server on it. No, no, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying if you work at a restaurant. Like, I don't want to like, be eating at, what, what's like playing the, the chum bucket? <laughs> I'm saying office equivalent to um, the DoorDash only restaurants, like a completely remote location yeah i mean i'd be i'd be fine with a remote location for any job period point blank period Mm -hmm. now we have to be honest about the uh the cons of working at home yeah there are cons laziness Uh, animals kids 
a lot of other things that you'd be paying attention to. Yeah. Your TV. TVs. Yeah. <laughs> computers. All of yeah. it. Your games. All of it. You know how hard it is to not just open up Aim Labs every time I'm doing something mundane? Mm-hmm. In fact, sometimes I do. Like if I'm doing calls, I'll have I'll, I'll have Aim Labs sitting there just playing Aim Labs. I don't even know what Aim Labs is. It's just an Aim Trainer. Oh, okay. I was thinking that, but I didn't want to like guess for it and be wrong. You've done that a billion times, though. Guess for it and be wrong. Yeah. I feel like I'm finally learning. Nah, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if I'm doing a mundane task that doesn't require my hands, I'll for sure just be on my computer. Eh. Yeah. Chilling. Chilling. It looks like I'm not doing work, but I'm actually getting a lot of work done. Yeah. So working from home can be a win. It can also be an L. It just depends on how you can how you deal with it. Yeah. You can be very efficient working at home. You can also be very inefficient working at home. You have to find out where you fit in that rhythm and flow and make the best decision for you. If driving to the office is worth another 5% of pay, clocking in, clocking out there, then do it. If you can lose 5%, which means if you're working at home, you could probably also write off wherever you're doing your work. Oh, yeah. Like I write off the studio as mm-hmm. my real estate. That's what I'm working on in here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. You, you got you to gotta weigh the, the pros and the cons and make the decision for yourself. Absolutely. If this was widely offered, I would for sure take the I wouldn't take the 5% pay cut in the job that I'm doing because. I'm, I'm already doing it from home. However, if I were to get a new job and they were to make me the offer of, hey, if you no longer want to have to come to this office every day, you take a 5% pay cut and you can work from home. And there are other people that have to go to the office every day. I deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that continuing from this story and just jumping into the total opposite of a work from home remote nature, something that should be working for our work from home remote mentality is actually not. It's the slow collapse of Amazon's drone delivery system. Yeah, I remember that when they were mm-hmm. like, we're going to send drones to your house to drop off your packages. Yeah, we don't need mailmans. We need we mailmen. We don't need FedEx. Now, I think that this was only happening <laughs> in Amazon the UK. Flex. I think that they're only doing the drone delivery in the UK. Yeah, um, they were. I think it was being tested out in the UK. Yeah. UK approved it. They're like, yeah, go for it. And not here in America. Yep. Apparently over 100 employees at Amazon Prime Air have lost their jobs and dozens of other roles are now moving to other projects abroad as the company shutters part of its operation in the UK. Um, insiders claim that the future of the UK operation, which is lo- which launched back in 2016 um, to help pioneer Amazon's global drone delivery efforts is now just uncertain. We now- don't know what will happen with it. I don't think we ever talked about it on this show, but how do you feel about drone delivery for your packages? I mean, we talked about, I think, uh, the Domino delivery system. Like Domino's is doing the automatic car thing. I think they're testing it out in Texas. Um, And drone delivery system, I don't know how to feel about it because one, maybe it is faster. I don't know. Because there still is a whole warehouse where they sort packages and everything. I mean, sure, maybe it is faster for the drone to bring it to me. But also, like, how does it work when it shows up to my door? Does the drone just, like, fly up to my door and drop it off I there? Think so. Do I have to meet the drone outside if it no. can't make it to my, dro- to make it to my door? No. Um, and then also, my concern with it is when there's a drone that's flying around and stuff, there's a huge cost for Amazon if there's damage to the drone or anything like that happens. And no, that doesn't affect me. 
But am I going to have to pay extra for this drone thing? What no. if my package is broken? My, I think that it logistically doesn't make sense because I'm assuming a drone can only carry one package. Yeah. So that means it has to fly from the warehouse to my house and then back to the warehouse to pick up the next package. I don't see how that's faster than an Amazon flex driver. Exactly. I don't see how that's faster than a flex driver. I also see a flex driver and they can load more packages into their car. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And they make multiple stops. A drone can't make multiple stops. No. And what if I ordered more than one thing? Then it's going to come in pieces. Yeah. Uh, Unless the drone's much bigger than I think it is. But from the videos that I've seen, it doesn't look big enough to carry more than one package. It looks like one package drone. Or or even one big package. Yeah. Like if you order a dresser, (laughs) can you imagine a drone carrying a dresser? (laughs) Just all the way over to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass on that. No. I don't know. I feel like I felt like it was a dumb idea from the very beginning. I don't like the idea of drones dropping off anything to my house. That's why I wasn't a super fan of the pizza thing either. Yeah, like delivery. At least I don't remember being one. Delivery has already made huge strides. Like you look back at the railroad and then. Like the Underground Railroad. That was a form of delivery. It was a really good form of delivery. It's not delivery. It's freedom. That's what that was. But when it comes to like the expansion of delivery that went from railroad to flight to like dog sledding and all that stuff that was mixed into it. Um, and then, you know, like you went from flight to dog sledding. It happened at the same time. You ever seen uh, like Balto or Togo um, movies about dogs that were part of a sled team when it was too frozen over for planes to fly through stuff Clifford. like that. Clifford. Clifford. <laughs> yeah, Clifford. He's a sled dog. <laughs> Clifford, the big sled dog. <laughs> um, I will say, though, with the advancements that we've made and just how delivery works today, I don't think that drone is the next step. I don't know what the next step is, but I, I don't think, think that we're already is. at the next step. What is? I think it's flex drivers. Yeah, actually, I agree. I agree with that. It, it, it creates jobs. It, to you. it creates jobs. It's Pretty quick. I mean, Amazon still has two-day delivery. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we're good. I'll get flex drivers that show up same day. Yeah, get same. That, like prime same-day delivery. It's flex driver. Bro, the fact that you can pay $2.99 and get same-day shipping on like most things is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that's awesome. It shows like, up today takes, between 5 and 10 p.m. It awesome. takes everything in me to not click today every time. Yeah, I just got a, I just got a headset and it, it showed up. For what? Um, same day. For New World, actually. Yeah. Pain. Any any gamers out there? Yeah. I don't know because we didn't talk about New World at all on our regular on our episode. We talked about no. it on Patreon. Yeah. Any gamers out there that just feel <sighs> the pain of New World being postponed? Well, mo- they may not know what New World is. So since we're talking about Amazon, let's just throw it out there. Amazon made an MMORPG called New World, which is an incredible game. The beta opened up and it was for a week. And during that week, we became addicted to New World. We logged oh, yeah. many, many hours into this game. Yep. And... After the beta, it was supposed to take about 30 days for the regular game to come out. But then Amazon happened and they said, we're going to need another 30 days. So now it's coming out September 28th and we are not happy. Nope, I'm not happy at all. So does this look like a happy guy? You could give two day delivery, but you couldn't finish this dang game in time for the release. Yeah, I want my deliver. I want my same day delivery on my Amazon game. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do for the next two months? I don't know, man. I've been experimenting with other games to try to like fill the void. Like what? RuneScape. It's not fun. Like RuneScape. Well, I mean, like, it's actually kind of fun. Like Kill the Pigs RuneScape? Yeah. Yeah. Old like, school? 
chop the chop the trees down, go and fight some trolls, like stuff like that. I mean, it's it's all right. I so thought I'd it, try World of Warcraft too, but then I was I've been hearing sucks. I've been hearing it's just so hard to get into, and I sucks. really don't want to invest to get into it. I downloaded it two days ago, played it for about two hours, and I was like, I cannot stand this game. Really. It's because after playing New World, you I had one thing in my brain of what an MMO was supposed to look like, and then I played the MMO of MMOs, and they weren't the same, and my brain went, nah, you don't like this, son. Mm-hmm. Not to say that World of Warcraft's a bad game. Let me take that back. Yeah. It's just not the game for me. I mean, there's a huge fan base for World huge. of Warcraft. Huge. 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 Um, yeah, so I've been just trying to experiment with that to see. So are you like MMO it. heavy now? Like, is that your thing? I'm trying to find an MMO to play because I really loved what New World did to me. I loved that like experience that I had with it and like just how addicted I got to. I'm going to open up this game and just do whatever I want for a while. Like, I love that. And I don't know if I can create that same experience with just GTA 5 online or if I can create that same. GTA ex- RP might. What? GTA RP. I don't know what that Role is. Role play. Oh, I haven't even gotten into that. You at get all. like a personality, a job, all that stuff. You gotta stay in character the whole time. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And everybody in the world is like a real player. Whoa. So like you get pulled over by a cop, it's somebody else who's like pulling you pulling over. You over. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's pretty legit. That Mad pretty toxic, legit. but it's legit. Yeah, I'm sure. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do either. I just recently I might just get into Minecraft, man. I switched to mouse and keyboard, so now every game that I have feels fun again. Yeah? It's like a new learning experience. That's fair. That's fair. So I guess I'll just play COD for now until I figure it out. But we did get uh, Tribes of Midgard, Ooh. which is supposed to be another MMO, I think. Huh. So. I might get that tried out. I'll, I'll let you know what yeah, it's like. Yeah, let me know if it's fun. Because if it's not fun, I'm not getting it. Yeah, just go buy it. I got it as a gift, so. Ah. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Appreciate you, bruv. All right, let's talk about the Justice Where's Department. The love, Jake? Jake doesn't like you. Just <laughs> make that clear. Wow, man. It is what it is, bruv. It is what it is. Okay. Justice Department seizes rare ancient tablet illegally auctioned to Hobby Lobby. The Justice Department announced Tuesday that it had... This is last Tuesday because you're supposed to talk about this last week, but we never did. The Justice Department announced to department announced Tuesday that it had seized a rare ancient tablet that was sold to Hobby Lobby through an auction house under false pretenses. A federal court in Brooklyn, New York, ordered the forfeiture of a rare. What what's that word? Uh, cuneiform cuneiform tablet bearing a portion of the epic of Giglamish. <laughs> Giglamish. <laughs> a historic poem with roots in ancient Mesopotamia. The, the cuneiform yeah. tablet. I had to like slow down during Mesopotamia so that I knew to say cuneiform. Mm, yeah. Tablet is roughly 3,600 years old and originated in an area that is now part of Iraq. It's believed to be one of the earliest pieces of storytelling poetry. It's funny how you said you slowed down because like even in my head, what as I was reading along, I was like, uh, Mesopotamia. Okay. <laughs> right? Like you, you see like, cuneiform, cuneiform coming up and you're like Mesopotamia. Like I'm building up. Yeah. (laughs) Building up. In 2013, prosecutors said in American antiquities, the alert bought the tablet covered with dirt and unreadable from the family of a London coin dealer. The tablet measures approximately six inches by five inches and is written in 
Acadian, Acadian language. Probably. Don't know. Prosecutor said. <laughs> the U.S. dealer prosecutor said then sold the tablet with the letter of false provenance stating the tablet had been inside a box of miscellaneous ancient bronze fragments purchased in an auction in 1981. The federal court argued that the tablet was brought into the U.S. illegally and therefore the Museum of the Bible established by the owners of Hobby Lobby stores cannot get back the ancient clay tablet. After the first Gulf War in 1991, thousands of objects were looted, including many cuneiform tablets from archaeological sites in Iraq, prosecutors explained. Hobby Lobby. This is interesting to me. Because, yeah, we were supposed to talk about this last week. Kind of glad we didn't because there's more to the story. There's always more to the story. There's always more to the story. But There's you always saying, more to the story. There's always more to the there's story. There's always more to, to the, the story. story. So Hobby Lobby, what are you doing? Trying to buy these illegal tablets. What's the matter with you? Huh? You're Christian. Yeah. What? You trying to you trying to be the Vatican now? Have all this like have all this like old school stuff and be like, we own it now. It's we ours. own it now. We own Why does the it, religion. We own it now. We own it now. <laughs> what is Hobby Lobby? An like Irish super? pirate. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, own it now. Arg. Hobby Lobby. Hobby <laughs> <laughs> Lobby. <laughs> oh, man. But continuing with the new stuff on Give the story. The Iraq reclaims 17,000. Now it's not just one tablet. 17,000. 17, looted artifacts from the United States, including this is what this is what's nuts. Thousands of them were held by Hobby Lobby. <laughs> so uh, Hobby Lobby hates Iraq. Yeah, that's what it is. Hobby Lobby is just like out to get Iraq. I think that's what it is. That's what it is. You think the Iraq war was about that? All this like missing stuff? I don't know about that. They're like, hey, we got y'all going to stop stealing our stuff. And we were just like, we want to steal more. And Hobby Lobby's like, I'll buy I'm it. I'm in. I'm in. It's, it's, it. it's always the Christians you that gonna, start the wars, too. You're going to throw it on auction? <laughs> I'm going to get that deal. And, y- and y'all, had the, y'all had the nerve to come at Kim K for one little statue when Hobby Lobby's taking thousands of things from Iraq? Yeah. Like, here we have Kim K, who is has one moment. One mislapse that absolutely that is, is her only lapse of judgment down ever. again. Not her fault. Isn't that her only lapse of judgment ever? Yeah, absolutely. She's never made a poor decision in her life. Never a porn decision. Never. I hate it. I hate it. You remember that song? Yeah. And when Hobby Lobby, this is an organization. This is a business. This is supposed to be a Christian organization. Okay, here you are. Here you are. Buying things on auction that aren't even yours to buy. And you knew you knew it wasn't yours because this ain't the first time this has happened. No. Four years ago, the U.S. Department of Justice fined Hobby Lobby $3 million for failing to exercise due diligence in its acquisition of more than 5,000 artifacts. Some of these artifacts were among those returned last week to Iraq. Hobby Lobby agreed as part of the government lawsuit to tighten its acquisition procedures, and the museum found thousands more suspect artifacts after it later initiated a voluntary review of its collection. So, so this is not the first time the Hobby Lobby been doing some Hobby Lobby stuff and they be stealing stuff from our, well, not stealing, buying stuff from our rack that shouldn't be in America. Y'all yeah. should realize that they gonna want it back. So here's what I gotta say. If you're gonna go to Hobby Lobby next time, I want you to think real long and hard before you buy that tin flower pot or before you buy that welcome sign that's made out of wood or before you buy that nice framed photo of a cow head. You know and what? know that every purchase you make is killing an Iraqi. Yeah. 
Remember that. And also remember. Actually, that wait, that might you, that might fuel some people to actually might, buy. Yeah. Don't. Maybe. No. I don't know how to go about this. Let me just finish what I was saying. Then. No. This will be clear. Uh-uh. So you don't Davey, know if what you're buying was stolen. But do you care? I have a question. Yeah. Because I saw this in Breaking Bad. If if you got a gift from somebody. Yeah. And you found out that it was stolen. Uh-huh. Do you keep it? This is the first question. How much is it worth? $10,000. <laughs> no, probably not. Really? Probably not. You're the only person like, knows that it's stolen. Oh, I'm the only person? Mm-hmm. I might keep it. Does even does the person that gave it to me know it's stolen? Yeah, they stole it. They stole it. Okay. So like, how do I find out that it's stolen? Do they come up to me and they're like, "Hey man, you go to you, this really cool thing." No, you go to uh, put the warranty on it, and it's like this item was stolen, but you did it on DuckDuckGo, so they don't know who you are. Oh, that's messed up. But okay. I mean, I would freak out though if it was if I found out in that kind of a way that it was stolen. I'd be like, I gotta get rid of this. I'm burying this. <laughs> I'm burying. <this. laughs> Why don't you just give it to a fence to sell it for you? That's fair. You don't know a good fence. Mm. Really? Thought everybody had a good fence. You got a guy. You got a guy to wash your money. Mm. Interesting. Not everybody. That's not a. I don't think that's common. Really? Yeah. No. But, okay. Yeah. It's not. I don't have that. <laughs> I mean, it's okay if you got it. No. No, it's all right to admit that you have a laundering system. Whoa. I'd never bought that laundry mat. But you did buy that car wash. Snitch. <laughs> snitch. You're a snitch. Snitch. You're supposed to be my ride or die. You're a snitch. Hey, what You're are you talking rat. about? You're a rat. Hey, all I'm saying is if you want Davey a good six, quality. Nine. All I'm saying is if you want a Davy 69. Nice. If you want a good quality car wash though, go to Jav and Sons. Like just <laughs> Jav Sons. Yeah, I'm Sons. I'm multiple Sons. You know Will's back? More than one people. What? Will's back. Why is he not here? Cuz I told him not to come this week. He just got back. Oh, like yesterday or something? Like 2 days ago. Oh yeah, that dude's got to chill Let out. Let him rest. Let him rest. He better be back next week though. We need him. Or at least the week after cuz Jonah ain't going to be here again. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So we texted Jonah today because yeah, I ran assumed. I ran out of soda or sparkling ice. And uh, we're like, hey, Jonah, can you pick up some sparkling ice knowing that he would be unreliable to get it? But we're like, hey, let's give him a shot. And uh, he's like, I'm in California. And we both forgot that he yeah. had a trip planned. And he had been very good about just saying, hey, guys, a month from now. Hey, guys, three weeks from now. Hey, guys, just a reminder, two weeks from now, trip's coming up. Hey, guys, next week, I'm going to be gone. Hey, guys, just r- reminder text, tomorrow morning, I'm leaving. Like, But yet, <laughs> somehow, we did not remember. Nope. Dang. Dang, dang, diggity dang. Okay. Oh, well, who cares? Moving Yeah, on. let's keep going into this cybersecurity scandal. Let's go into this. What happens if someone gives you something stolen and you find out by duck, duck, go and all that? Duck, duck, go, and all duck, that. Duck, duck. Ex-Ebay. Wait. What? Are you, good, are you good at making any animal noises? What kind of an animal? Like an animal. Just anyone? Anyone. Like a cow? Sure. Mm-hmm. 
Murder. Murder. <laughs> oh, man. Can we talk about real quick about how you tried to get me on a D's Nuts jokes and you failed miserably? Dude, I was just trying it out. You I did so bad. I just found out about it. I was just trying it out. I want you to say it to the to the camera. All right, all right. Because this is this has to be the most obviously try to set up a D's Nuts joke I've ever heard in my life. It was fun to me. I don't know. I, th- I enjoyed it. Like, who... Who would fall for this? I said, I said, yo, I've been thinking about socials a little. And I was wondering what you think about the analytics software iLadies. I don't, I don't read that quickly. So this is how I read it. Let me see. This is how I read it because I read it in your voice. Yo, I've been thinking about socials a little. And was wondering That's what you think about the analytics software, I ladies. That is not how I sound. That is exactly how you sound. <laughs> what? Hello? Yeah. I was just going around thinking about the analytics software. And some banana bread. Do you got some some banana bread? Some banana <laughs> bread at work, dude. <laughs> So that's how I read it. And I was like, obviously, this is a D's notes notes joke. D's notes. So my response to that joke was, I don't know if I can actually read that out loud. What did I did I say? You just said, I lay these nuts on your lips if you ever try me again. (laughs) That's what I said. That's not bad. That's not not bad. You got me back. I got you with your own joke. Got me with my own joke. Anyways, go on to this eBay scam. Yeah, let's joke around a little bit more and talk about this ex-eBay security manager has gotten one and a half years for cyber stalking. Now, this is a big story. This is a big story that was coming out of last week because the first of five former eBay employees who were convicted of running an elaborate cyber stalking conspiracy against a couple who put out an e-commerce newsletter uh, was sentenced to one and a half years in prison for his role in the plot. One and a half years for cyber stalking. For cyber stalking. Just one and a half years. Yeah. So former senior global security manager, Philip Cook, spent 27 years with Santa Clara, California Police Department before going to work for eBay. Hey, wait. This is a former police officer that was stalking people online through eBay. I know. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Before going to work for eBay, was sentenced on Tuesday. So this would be Tuesday, two weeks ago, in a federal court in Boston. Boston. Shout out to 2010 Minutes. Hey, the United States. If you catch that, I'll send you another sticker. Had sought two and a half years, but his lawyers asked the judge to order home confinement. Um, So the Macabre campaign against Ina and David Steiner of Natick, Massachusetts, whose e-commerce bytes blog had been a critical had been critical of eBay, included anonymous threatening tweets and menacing deliveries such as a bloody pig mask, live insects, a funeral wreath, and a book on surviving the death of a spouse, according to the United States. So here's the thing that's interesting. They were stalking people who were being really creepy to eBay. So the people were being creepy. To, what is that? How do you be creepy to eBay? Well, they're the ones that sent the like, they mailed a bloody pig mask. Oh, they mailed it to eBay. Yeah. 
Oh, then take, get this man out of prison. Well, it gets weird. It okay, gets weirder. It gets worse. Let me not say that. Let me say. Let me so not say that. So the former employees, not including Cook, traveled to Boston, rented a van, and conducted surveillance on the couple's home. Yeah, <laughs> the government um, alleges. So this is all. This it's is alleged. All, it's all up in the air. Investigators say that the squad also tried to break into the couple's garage to place a tracker on their vehicle. The conduct in the case was just nuts. United States District Judge Allison Burroughs said on Tuesday before sentencing Cook. And then I this don't is the know full quote. I feel about this. The idea of all these grown people sitting around coming up with this plan is unfathomable to me. eBay, which wasn't charged, shouldn't has, be. Yeah, has said that it was extremely cooperative with the investigation and in helping state and federal authorities figure out what had happened and collect evidence. What had of happened the crime. was. Yeah. Cook admitted that he took part in the security team planning the meeting in San Jose for the conspiracy against the Steiners. In August 2019, Cook texted two thumbs up emojis to a co-worker in a chat about the campaign. And he also tried to help the team mislead local police. Well, OK. What is the two thumbs up for? I mean, I, I don't know. Is it go? It's, it's I don't know. We out here using emojis to crack cases these days? Well, he also admitted to it. Oh, okay. Like, he admitted to, like, being part of the planning and everything like so that. So, he a snitch, too. Yeah, he is snitch no wonder you, No wonder you like this story so much. Yeah. Y'all, two snitches in a snitch rat trap. Yeah. So, Cook also apologized to the Steiners. He actually says, I spent years protecting people, but I failed to do that for you. Um, obviously, you stalked them. I mean, you sent um, them a bloody pig. Well, they yeah, the Steiners sent him a bloody pig or whatever that would be he says i'm very sorry in addition to apologizing to them cook also apologized to the natick police um he lamented his choices that betrayed good cops around the country and he said i never thought i'd be that guy you're not that guy pal you're not that guy <laughs> um but federal prosecutors said in court um in a court filing that while cook's role was not as central to the campaign as that of his superiors in security he betrayed the idea behind the badge that he once wore and he failed to try to stop his co-workers from traveling to the steiner's home that, that, that's 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 the wild part i know that they did something but I don't know about the whole traveling to their house thing. Yeah. I would just send them stuff back. I'd be like, return address. For the pig mask and all that stuff? Oh, it's just a mask? Yeah. I thought it was a dead pig. No, it's not a. Fa- it's not like the face of- is a mask that's just bloody. Real blood? I don't think so. I think it's part of the mask. So basically, these people were like trolling eBay. So they decided to run up to their crib. But try to put a tracker on their car. Yeah. So basically, they own this blog that's been critical of eBay. Now, it doesn't seem like it ties the owners of the blog to these things that are being sent over to eBay. Um, it seems like. They're just the most available target. Yeah, they're the, they're just the most available target. Um, and then they just were targeted by some of eBay's higher up security team who went to their home, stalked them from a van, had video surveillance of them, had um, like tapped into their like laptops and stuff and video surveillance them in their home. Well, wait, wait, like you that. didn't say all that. Yeah, like it is it is Bro, messed like, up the stuff these guys did. We always talk about how, well, not we, but people always talk about how people are crazy for covering their webcams. 
There's but like not people crazy. can legitimately watch you through your webcam. Yeah, and you cannot even know it. Like there are times where someone could watch you through your webcam and they can have the ability to turn off the light that comes on that lets you know your webcam's on or turns off the little you notification ever, that lets you know your webcam's being used. You ever open up your computer and the FaceTime is open and you're like, I don't FaceTime on my computer? Yeah. yeah. That always freaks me out. Yeah. Because I one, I don't FaceTime. I FaceTime with very few people. And it's m- mainly the people who refuse to call regular. Sure. Like my little brother, Ant, who, oh my gosh, I got to tell you that story too. Mm. Like my little brother, Ant. Now, whenever I say Ant, what do, what do what always comes before it? Like when I describe who Ant is. You always say your little brother. Do I ever say my friend, Ant? No. Do I ever say my best friend, Ant? No, you always say your little brother, Ant. He was mad. He called me at seven o'clock in the morning to tell me, how dare I talk about Anthony being a ride or die and him not be the Anthony that I was talking about? <laughs> I was like, bro, I've never considered you my, I've never been like my friend, Ant. Mm-hmm. He's so annoying. Still but we love were him, both though. talking about Anthony too. Like, I don't know your little brother. Exactly. Yeah. But he was upset that he was not the Ant. He can be my ride or die. Ant, got you. You don't even know what he looks like. I know. It's going to be a weird ride or die. He looks like... Uh, take a bullet for me. Wherever you are. <laughs> like uh, like a really strong hot dog. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really strong hot dog. Yeah. It's kind of like a bratwurst. No, because he's no? not that dark. <laughs> okay. Here, let me show you. Let's see. You you may or may not agree. I, I don't gonna, know. I was going more for like the girth of bratwurst versus a hot It's dog. like a girthy hot dog. A girthy hot dog? Like yeah. a sausage? No, just a hot dog. Just a hot dog. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But I pulled him up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wait, what's that one movie with all the like hot dogs and the food that are like having like they're fighting and stuff or whatever and they get like they get bought from the grocery store. It was like a Seth Rogen movie. I have no idea. It was an animated thing. The first thing I think of is Aqua Sausage Party. That's what it's called. He looks like the main character from Sausage Party. Let's go. (laughs) Aunt bro, please don't beat up Davey. Don't do it. Davey can't fight. Leave him Have alone. Have you seen Sausage Party, though? I mean, it's hilarious. Now I feel like I need to know what the main character looks like, but I don't want to know. No. Actually, if anything, I'm being kinder than you were because the main character is thinner than you were describing him. What? He's, he's, a, he's a strong guy. Like a strong hot dog. You said girthy. Yeah, girthy strong. There you go. Oh my gosh. Right though? Bro, right? I swear. No, right? he's, he's too dark. The... And he's not buff enough. Yeah, that's true. He needs I'm to sure be more there's a buff. buff version. There's a buff one in here somewhere. Look up a buff version of a hot dog. A buff hot dog. I don't know if you want to look that up. Weird pictures. I don't reason. I don't like that any of these pictures that are popping up right now. They all make me uncomfortable. What is up with my... I almost got the freaking... Honestly, what's up with my search history now? Oh, yeah. It's going to be screwed. <laughs> yeah. But that's how they know what computer... It's just regular hot dogs. <laughs> we got... Here's a buff hot dog cartoon. 
that's a dark why did they make that hot dog so dark know. that was like a that's chocolate stick kind of weird that legitimately looks like a chocolate stick Here's one. That's him, but just not red. Now, I want to take a second and talk about this whole cyber hacking life and situation. Okay. Go for it. Because I always wonder if I'm being watched on my computer. Like, are there... Because we've talked before about how much information we have out there on ourselves. Yeah. We talked about... We went through the whole thing where if you type in a phone number... Or a name, you can get all this information about somebody. Right. And so if you can get that much just from searching a number, how much can these hackers get? And I I would wonder if we know anybody who's ever been cyber stalked. I don't know. It's interesting to me because it's very possible that we do know somebody that anybody could know somebody who's been a victim of cyber stalking but because they don't know that they've been stalked we could currently be being stalked right now right now somebody could be which they they'd owe us money for the early access yeah if they were cyber stalking my computer right if now if you want to cyber stalk the right way join us on patreon three different tiers oh my five dollars a month allows you access to early releases of our main episode $10 a month allows you access to an exclusive Patreon episode just for you. And $50 a month is our ridiculous tier that you don't even need to be a part of. So go to www.patreon.com slash Decent Takes Show and join in on the fun. It also comes with a shout out on every single tier on our main show. Absolutely. Unlimited love and support from us. And you can cyber stalk us and it's okay. Nope. And input on our show. <laughs> any 60 second takes um, ideas, monologue ideas. And just overall, a really fun time over there on Patreon. No social justice warriors allowed. No people who are sensitive. No soft people. No snitches. Mm -hmm. So, you should learn how to hack people. Okay. So that you can go in and stop the hackers from hacking. Oh, okay. I have a friend whose entire job is that. Really? Yeah. His whole job is uh, he gets hired out by like hotels and... Um, restaurants and just all all sorts of different businesses to look at their um, website, look at what their employee portal portal looks like, all that stuff for accessing bank account information and all that. And he gets hired to hack them to show security risks now, and then build something for them that allows them to prevent it. What's his name? Dylan. What's his last name? I'm just kidding. Don't put his information out there. It's Dylan. You don't know how he feels about all that? Probably probably watching us right now through my through my webcam. That would freak me out to know that somebody had pops been watching up on, me. Just like text box pops up on my screen. It's just like, stop talking about me. Like, I always oh, just wonder how secure <laughs> everything is, right? Because think yeah. about the people who have cameras all through their house. This is the thing that's nuts to me. What? Um, when, you, when I look at like friends of mine who are, my brother Danny, he is really like into computers he uh his bachelor's degree i think is in computer science and like programming and everything like that he worked as an it guy doing basically what dylan does now um for the longest time danny did that and he has a lot of friends this one friend of his chris who is like computer guy to the max where he would understand coding he would understand programming he'd understand the hardware of it all he knows everything there is to know about computers everything i mean everything that you can learn right now or at least that everything much sure. more than we would know whoa um, don't, don't don't try to question my i know all computers here's the thing chris 
won't buy an Alexa. He won't buy uh, like he won't use Siri. He uses like a dumb phone. He is so cautious about how high tech his stuff is because he knows everything about high tech stuff. And that's what scares me is the people that know everything about it are the people that are like, I don't want to use it. I, that's weird to me. That's I agree. Me. I agree. Now, I'm the type of guy who has a weird line with smart devices because I'll have Alexa's, but I won't do the thing where it recognizes my voice against other people's voices. Is that weird? No, I don't think so. Like, because there's an integrated feature where you can make Alexa learn your specific voice. So when you say, hey, Alexa, it should respond. Hello, Javon. But if you said it instead of me, it would go, hello. I don't know who you're talking to. Yeah. Or who is this? Or hello, Davey. Because Alexa and I be chatting. Y'all be chatting. <laughs> about horses. Tell me about horses. <laughs> so I draw my line at that. But at the same time, I know Alexa is just sitting in my house listening to everything that's going on. Yeah. Because in order to mute Alexa, you have to go and like physically press mute. But even if you Who's press that. that? What is this? What is stopping it from listening? Yeah, what's stopping someone from turning it off? I've always thought that about everything. Laws. What's stopping writing in? No, seriously, they're written in paper. Like a piece of paper is telling us everything that we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And we're just cool with it. Not saying that you should go out and start breaking laws, but I'm just saying that in reality, all it is is a piece of paper that says, hey, you're not allowed to do this. Yeah, I mean, it's a simple status quo of authority that says do this and you go, oh, because you have authority, I would guess I'll just listen. But whose choice? Yeah, there is no real choice in the matter. It's simply just you're listening because you think you're convinced that it's for your benefit. Correct. Yeah. So, but who's to say that Alexa's not listening when you do anything but unplug her? Yeah, exactly. Because I have a hard time believing that some type of mechanism isn't listening, waiting for the word Alexa. Because mm-hmm. how else would it know when to respond? Anybody who's naive, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say this, but anybody who's naive enough to believe that Alexa isn't listening, listening in 24-7, and you think that Alexa only turns on when you say, hey, Alexa, you're wrong. What's weird to me is like, if you're convinced that every time you say, hey, Alexa is all of a sudden now listening because they're ready for the Alexa part, there's other terms you can use to call Alexa. You can say computer. It's like in the settings. You can switch the word. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Alexa. Nope. That convinces me even further that it is always listening because if you can change whatever the phrase is, you can go computer. You can go, hey, Alexa. You can go, um, I think one of them is just Alexa. Um, or you can say, oh, uh, there's the OK Google thing with Google Play. Yep. Like, And there's multiple ways you can say that too. And... Alexa has to know every language for it, too. Yep. How can Alexa not be listening or smart devices not be listening all the time when there's so much more to process? Exactly. But how else would it hear the word, hey, if it wasn't listening? Yeah. That's the thing. The only way that it could work in a way that it only listens when you say, hey, Alexa, is if you had to hold a button and say, hey, Alexa, and then it listened in the same way that Siri, you can't. Oh, no, you can say, hey, Siri. So that means you that your phone is always listening to you, too. So we're being listened to nonstop. This isn't conspiracy theory, Job and Davey coming at you. This is just realistic life. 
It is what it is. You're being listened to. And a lot of us don't have an interesting enough life in order for it to really even matter. You want to know how I realized that my life wasn't interesting, Davey? How? I got a GoPro. <laughs> Little action camera. Start watching your life all the time. And you're like, this ain't this ain't interesting. No, I never put it on because there was nothing ever interesting enough for me to film. Yeah, we're not conspiracy theorists in that, right? Um, because if I was... I wouldn't own like three or four Alexas Facts. and put them in different rooms because I find it convenient to be able to be like, Alexa, turn on my fan. And then my fan turns on. Turn it, off TV when I'm leaving the room. It's the price that we pay for convenience. Exactly. The price that we pay for convenience is our privacy. Yeah, I agree. But unless you want to run around with a flip phone from 7-Eleven, then you're going to compromise some of your privacy at some point. Yeah. Everybody thinks everything is secure until they realize that it's not. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like Apple secure until Apple gets hacked. Everybody's like my bank is secure until your bank gets hacked. You ever go on to like Experian.com or like credit, not karma, credit something.com mm-hmm. and it tells you all the breaches that your information has been in? Oh, yeah. Or They're everywhere. Um, there's, there's like one, have I been pwned.com. You put in an email address. That's all you put into the website. You just say, Davies, my, you put in my email address, right? And it then goes and it's, it says, it shows you every account that you have with that email address. Or no, wait, have I been pwned.com? It works this way. You click on the website that you have an account on. So like I went on it and I was like, I wonder about Neopets. I haven't used that since yeah. I was like nine or whatever. I look it your, up. Your Neopets are dead. Yeah, they're so dead. They're dead. My Neopets account was hacked two years ago. And it tells you. If you go to haveibeenpwned.com. Can we do just, this right now? Yeah, right now. Right now. I'll show you. I don't even. It's nuts, dude. Can I do it on my phone, too? Yeah. I want to see if I got pwned. How do you spell pwned? Uh, P-W-N-E-D. Oh, but already So, okay. So you can actually. Why did it come up? What? I don't know. Go so ahead. you can actually put in an email. So I'm going to put in my old email. I'm going to put in my phone number. No pwnage on my phone. But I'm going to put in an email and see. So it says, oh no, pwned. I have been pwned by eight data breaches and I found one paste. Um, I have seven data breaches and no paste. Yeah. And it shows me what they are. So here's one with Adobe. Says that in a, in 2013, Adobe was um, hacked, and the compromised things were email addresses, password hints, passwords, usernames. You can find all this stuff out. Let's see who has more stupid ones. Okay. All right. Your first one is what? Adobe. I don't know if I'm allowed to say my second one, but I'm gonna say it anyways. It's Chegg. Oh yeah, like the school thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got Animoto. I got Lumen PDF. I got anti-public combo list. It's a huge list of emails and passwords that appeared in a combo list referred to as the anti-public. Apparently, my emails and passwords were on that list. Nice. Uh, my next one is my fitness pal. My next one is um, January 2019. This is not too long ago. Collection number one. It's a collection of 773 million unique email addresses and passwords. Uh, mine, this next one is a few months ago. Whoa. Park Mobile in 2021. Wait, yeah. March mine 2021. Too. 
Email addresses, license plates, names, passwords, and phone numbers. Wonderful. Neopets. <laughs> May 2016. Uh, River City Media Spam List. Don't know what that is. I've never heard of that in my life. Uh, Pema Blanc, which is a credential stuffing list, apparently has 111 million email addresses. Verifications I'm, I'm not worried that about I, this I, I, I owe and only Winello. because this email address that I'm using, which is the one I used for everything, um, I just recently went through the pain of changing all of my accounts to a different email address, and then I'm deleting this email. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm keeping this email because a lot of stuff goes to it. I think our uh, decent takes ones has been pwned. I'm willing to bet because we get a ton of spam emails, and it all started recently, which is really annoying because then all the good stuff gets lost. Gets lost in there. Oh, no pwns. You're way slow. Yeah, good news. No pwnage found. Hey, well, shout out to us. We are here not getting pwned. Give me a high five. All right. Heck yeah. No pwnage. No pwnage for us. Okay. So try not to get hacked, y'all. Yeah, don't get hacked. It kind of sucks. Learn about these resources like have I been pwned.com and figure that out. Yeah, for real. It's helpful. Speaking of getting pwned, CDC issued a new 60 day eviction moratorium for our areas with high levels of COVID 19 infections. Essentially, people are una- unable to be evicted or kicked out of their rentals if they're unable to pay, is what a moratorium you is. Killed that word. I had no idea what that word was. I work was in real estate. Oh, okay. So we talk about moratoriums all the time. Oh, so okay. uh, it was supposed to end in two days. I think they're going to extend it, but they're officially extending it 60 days in high levels of COVID-19 areas, which essentially means people don't have to pay for another two months if they're affected by COVID-19, whether it's with their job or the actual sickness. Uh, The issue with that is a lot of people think that the entire world is just going to foreclose when the moratorium ends, but it's going to be more likely that it gets added onto the back end of their mortgages. I doubt they'll just let mass evictions happen. So that's enough of that. What I want to talk about this one is very interesting to me. Which has no real basis, but I like it. It says, more is more, the end of minimalism. Uh Uh-oh, to all you minimalists out there. Maximalism, a more style where overlap, accident, and letting your personality hang out are encouraged and comes as a relief if only because it is forgiving. The current revival includes anything you can throw in it. Old, new, ugly, beautiful, useful, totally useless. This time around, in contrast to Mario Buada's extravagant era. Oh, this time around, in contrast to Mario. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels less about decadence, showiness, and richesse, and more about diversity, acceptance, and fun. So, so they're saying buy stuff. Yeah, get all the stuff you want. Celebrate. Now I know. Back two- in the day, we called it hoarding, but it's all right. Now it's a lifestyle. Now, I know <laughs> I've had the pleasure of knowing one of the biggest minimalists, I would say, in, in the United States. I mean, I'm pretty sure they were a bestseller on all of their books. Oh, wow. And they were in the Netflix documentary about the minimalism. Really? Yeah. Um, And I always thought that he'd be way judgier than he was. Hmm. Like I was like, yep, can't have him over my house. I definitely get that. I definitely get the idea or the vibe that you think of a minimalist and you think, oh, they look at everything I have. They're going to judge me. Yep. But he never did. That's cool. Really great dude. Um, Now, what do you think about minimalism? Could you be a minimalist? I don't think I could be a minimalist. I have mad respect for minimalists. I think that their style choice is awesome. And I think that 
like it's not just a style choice, obviously, because it's more of like it's a lifestyle choice where you're going and you're saying it's I'm, not a phase, mom. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> but when you look at when you look at minimalists today, they're living a certain life that allows them to live very freely. I mean, I don't have much. I don't need much. I live with very little, and that's fine. I was a minimal. I was I was a minimal. I was a minimalist way before it was cool. Yeah, it's called being poor. Poor. <laughs> Same. So. I don't know. I'm caught in the middle. I like stuff. I think because I grew up yeah. without stuff, it makes me want stuff now. So if I want it, I get it. I got it. Now, obviously, I don't get everything that I want. Yeah. I don't have enough money to get everything I want. But I do buy things probably that I don't need. Like that kilt lifter sign over there. It's a neon bar sign. Do I need it? No. No. Do I want it? Yep. Yeah. I get that. But I see the error in that. Yeah. Yeah. But could I be a minimalist? And when was the last time you no. actually lit up that sign? Uh, two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Oh. I light it up if I'm sitting over there and I want just enough light to be able to see ah. the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all because you you've seen me in here, I sit in the dark. Yeah, I walk in here and I'm like, I can't see. But I mean, obviously, you have the light of your like my computer screen and stuff, and I get that because I do that too. Because I don't know, I like to feel like it's later than it is. Mm-hmm. Nothing, uh, but I gotta admit, nothing's worse than walking out of here, it's and it's bright outside, yeah. and you're like, "Bruh, it's nude. It's nude." Word. I thought it was like eight o'clock at night, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, could you be a maximalist? I don't think I could be that. You either. are a maximalist. I don't know if I'm a maximalist. What do I? What do I own that would be maximalist? Bunch of stupid signs. I don't have a bunch of signs. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah. Yeah, for like decorations around the house and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we got some signs that were like. Not some, a lot. Like six. No, way more than six. It's like six. You have an overwhelming amount of signs in your house. It's literally like six. You want to bet? Of the new ones or all together? All together. Oh, it's like 26. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You have a lot of signs. What? We like putting stuff on the walls. You're a maximalist. I like the walls. Having signs does not make me a maximalist. Yes, it does. It's clutter. It's not clutter, dude. It's just wall decor. No, that is clutter. You like empty walls? Yeah. Look. <laughs> you got stuff hanging all over your walls. Four things on the wall. You got a banner there. You got three pics. You got three framed things over there. Framed thing over there. You got three. Those four don't there. count. You got a guitar hanging up there. You got chords. You're okay. using your wall space. Cords don't count. For it's one. a wall. They're plugging it's stuff on in. the wall. It's decor. No, it's on the ground. No, the cords that are hanging on the things over there. Where? Right over there. Above the, oh, no, that's that's storage. That's storage. Sure. This banner was the yeah, cover so of the storage mine. behind us I'm when we did video this pictures. way. I'd be fine taking that down. So I have four things on the wall that are in storage. You have 26 signs. No, it's not. In your house. It's like photo frames and like pictures and stuff. Too much. It's not too much. A minimalist would say too much. Well, yeah, a minimalist would say too much. A maximalist would say not enough. No, they'd say that's enough. They'd say that's enough. Say you did it, man. You got it. You have like eight couches. I have two couches. Who has two couches in one living room? It's just you have you have two couches in one room. No, exactly. But they, they come in pieces, too. So I technically I can say you have two couches. No, that's one full piece. 
That's one full piece. Uh-huh. But it comes apart. No, it doesn't. Not how'd you get it in here? I lifted it up. Oh. Seems heavy, dude. Yeah, it was heavy. Jeez. I did it by myself too. Oh my gosh. Now the one in the living room is two more than one piece. It's like four pieces. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're a maximalist. No. Admit it. Dude, you have seven thousand consoles. No, I don't. I have three. I'm not one to talk, actually, about that. I have that. literally three consoles. I'm not one to talk about I that. know you're not. Yeah, you have mind. a billion consoles. Yeah, I have a lot. I have three consoles and a Game Boy. Well, another console in the house, but four consoles and a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And a PC. Mm-hmm. You have like 19 consoles, a Game Boy. I don't even want to list the consoles A I PC. Have. It's embarrassing. A PC, a TV, two couches in one room, a chair. <laughs> He says a chair. In the living room. Uh, like a lounging chair. You're a maximalist. All right. Blankets all right. on all of it. Too many pillows. Yeah, there's too many pillows. I agree about that. You can't even see the floor in this guy's house. Apartment. You can see the floor. No, you can't. Yes, you can. What color is your floor? Gray. By hex code. Um, F-E-C. <laughs> Like start listing the no. no, I don't know how uh, if that's even hex code. I don't think it was no, but it's okay. You can just admit that you're a maximalist, and we can move on. Okay, I'm a maximalist. You liar! You're not a maximalist. <laughs> what? There's no please. Why would you give in? Just a lie. I just wanted to move on. You could have just said, "I'm not a maximalist," and we're still moving on. That's fair. Uh, ugh. Okay. Trapped me. Moving on. Bipedal robot teaches itself how to run a 5K. The bipedal robot out of Oregon State University just made history by teaching itself to run a 5K. Developers say the robot, which is named Cassie, taught itself how to run by using a deep reinforcement algorithm and completed the 5K race in 53 minutes despite falling twice. Now, I don't like the thought. Let me just say this. I don't like the thought of robots being able to teach themselves stuff. I don't know if you guys ever watched a measly little movie called iRobot or really any movie where robots have the intelligence to start blowing stuff up. But robots shouldn't be able to teach themselves stuff because if they can teach themselves how to run, they can teach themselves how to shoot. It's true. And when you think of it this way, a robot taught itself to do this. That means that it started with this moment. It started with this moment. It started with the robot going, I want to run a 5k the robot wanted to and then it and if the robot wants to learn how to shoot up a library it can yeah because it's alive well i mean it's mimicking life and at, at the very least and that's kind of insane to me because like what are we gonna do about this robot fiasco man kill them all kill all the robots don't give them rights don't trust your toasters do you trust a toaster? I know somebody your, who's afraid of toasters. Life? Really? Who? I'm not going to say it on air. Okay, okay. But I will tell you afterwards. All right. And if you're watching, yeah, I'm telling Davey. You're afraid of toasters. He's not, they're not afraid of toasters. They just don't like the unpredictability of the toast popping up. It's Travis, isn't it? No. No, okay. <laughs> so Rihanna is now officially a billionaire. Rihanna's now worth $1.7 billion, Forbes estimates, making her the wealthiest female musician in the world, second only to Oprah Winfrey as the richest female entertainer. But it's not her music that made her wealthy. Well, 
I don't like the way that's worded. Her music did make her wealthy, but Fenty blew her yeah, up. Yeah, it's not what blew her to uh, billion. The, the bulk status. of her fortune and estimated 1.4 billion now, as opposed to 1.7, what it was. Anyways, comes from the value of Fenty Beauty, which Forbes can now confirm that she owns 50%. Much of the rest lies in her stake in her lingerie company, Savage F X Fenty, worth an estimated 270 million in her earnings from her career as a chart top oh, musician okay. so and actress. Yeah, it's saying that 1.4 billion of dollars of her is wealth Fenty, comes and then from the Fenty. other point three comes from other stuff. That's so much money. That is. That is it, it, that is an impeccable it's amount of money. It's insane to me because the beauty industry really is what's causing people to soar into billionaire status. I think it happened with Kylie Jenner. I want to look it up and make sure because I think it showed up in Forbes that she was she had become a billionaire through her beauty line. I'm going to look it up. I'm curious. Yeah, you look up your little Kylie Jenner stuff and let us know. Well, I think you're right. But I didn't know Kylie Jenner herself was a billionaire. Is she? Um, her entire net worth was just over a billion dollars. So yeah, hmm. um, nine hundred million of which was for Kylie Cosmetics. That is wild. That is absolutely wild. Yeah. Hey, congratulations, Rihanna. Yeah, good for you. You did great. You got there. You made a transition out of music into the beauty industry, and you've done great. Everybody loves it. I've never heard anything bad about it. I've never heard anything about it, period. So that's you never awesome. heard of Fenty? No, but I, I don't. I don't follow anything with that. Well, neither do I. But it's huge. I don't know. It's like massive. I mean, obviously massive, but it's yeah, massive. obviously. Okay, you want to talk about uh, Black Widow again? Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, so well, an update. Yeah, an update on this. So Scarlett Johansson um, is suing Disney because. Apparently, Black Widow being released both in theaters and on Disney Plus is a breach of contract, as she's claiming. So she's claiming that she was promised an exclusive theatrical release for the movie Black Widow. Instead, it being split on Disney Plus and theatrical releases as well. It's cutting into her earnings and she's suing for that. Um, and I don't, I don't know about this because like Disney responded to it saying that they're appalled at this choice of hers. She's also made a statement saying that she'll never do another Disney or another Marvel film at least. Lies. Um, so, and I don't know. I mean, That's it just seems like this is a That's money a play to me, but it could very well be a, a legit It's a lie. You think so? That she'll never do Marvel again? Yeah. That's a lie. You think she would? Yeah. I mean, there's so much money. That it's her made. biggest bar. It's a it's her biggest bargaining chip. Yeah. And I would say that for it's anybody, very, yeah. if it was Captain America, if it was Hawk, whoever you say that so that Disney doesn't have to feel like they have to replace you out of nowhere. But if Jake from State Farm could be replaced then Black Widow can be replaced because also I heard the movie sucked. Yeah, I haven't heard. So it's not like they really plan on making another Black Widow movie anytime soon. Plus, it's kind of easy to say no more Black Widow in the Marvel universe. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. I'm glad that that's where you went. Because um, she, my spoiler alert, by the way, she dies in Endgame. Not in the movie, not in the Black Widow movie. She died in Endgame? Yeah. Dude, come on. You've seen Endgame. I was about to watch it. You've seen Endgame. I've never seen. 
It came out like years ago. Yeah, but I was going to wait to the end. You're going to wait to the end? To the end game. The end (laughs) game. Are you serious? Yeah. So why would they make more movies with her? I just finished Infinity War. You just finished Infinity War. Right before you got here. (laughs) Right before. (laughs) I'm sorry. Black Black Widow dies? Yeah. Does she die first? Because it'd be fitting. Because she has black in her name. Black guy always dies first. I think, yeah, in the movie she does technically die first. Marvel. Anyways, yeah, I think it's a bargaining chip. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I think. Just like I wasn't buying that movie. I mean, who was it? I think it, it was, was on Disney uh, Plus for free. No, no. You still pay extra to see it. Then what's the problem? I don't know. It flopped regardless. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there's also like the thing. I think it was Tom Hanks. Holland. The kid who plays Spider-Man, um, he the did best a whole, Spider-Man. He did a whole thing when um, Sony wanted to break their contract with Marvel and be like, "We don't want to keep letting you guys use Spider-Man." So Tom was like, "Cool, I want to keep being Spider-Man for Marvel movies, and if you're going to take me out of that, I won't ever do any Sony movies ever again." And he had like four more movies with Sony that he was contractedly he was supposed to do, and he was just like, "I won't do them." So Wait, Sony, was, Sony does movies separate of Marvel. Yeah. Because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. But Spider-Man is part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So there was like a deal where Disney and Sony got together and were like, we can make movies with Spider-Man in it. And Sony, you can still keep making movies with Spider-Man separately. Okay. So Um, the actual Spider-Man movies are Sony. And then the ones in Marvel are like the big Marvel movies. Or does he also have Marvel just Spider-Man movies? Like Spider-Man Homecoming and stuff like that are just Marvel. Interesting. But like Spider-Man like 1, 2, and 3 with like Tobey Maguire or whatever. Yeah. And Spider-Man. Yeah. And then Spider-Man like the Amazing Spider-Man movies, the two of those that came out, all Sony. Okay. So the real question. that came out, all Sony. I will say who, I'm going to give one person the rights to Spider-Man right now. Who would you give it to? I would give it to Marvel. I'd give it to whoever made Miles Morales. I think that's Marvel, actually. Good deal. Falls under them. All yours, Marvel. You get Mm Spider-Man. The black one. They did great. Oh, wait. Are you talking about like the cartoon, like Into the Spider-Verse, Miles Uh -uh. Morales, or the video game? No, the movie. So Yeah, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales. It's a cartoon. Okay, I've never seen it. Oh, no, that's Sony. They made that. Oh, then Sony, you get Spider-Man. I mean, I think they did a great job with that movie. They must have. It's really They had a black good. Spider-Man. Yeah. I, that, I vouch for it. Sure. Never even seen it. I think the next Spider-Man movie is supposed to introduce other, like, Spider-Mans. Like well. Asian Spider-Man? I don't know. I think they're going to introduce black Spider-Man. I think they're going to introduce Miles Morales to it. To Marvel? To Marvel. I hope so. They should. I don't know. I like Tom they Holland. Already, they already introduced... Well, no, not to replace Tom Holland. Just also oh, you're talking about there. the one where they're all in it? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be wild. Yeah, if, I think if, that's if, what they're if trying if to do. If executed well. Yeah, if it's executed well, I think that'd be really cool. But isn't one of them dead? What do you mean? Is Andrew Garfield not dead? I don't think so. So he was president, then he was Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's wild. I know, dude. He's like Will Smith. He never ages. That's crazy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue on. All right. No, I don't got any more to say about this other than I it's think a money play. I think it's a money play too. 
I think she is saying she won't do another Disney film just so that she can hold that against Disney so they can be like, oh, we want you to. So here's money. But they don't. <laughs> Black Widow died in Endgame, apparently. And her movie died as well. In the box office. Yeah. So <laughs> we don't need another Black Widow movie. I hate to say it because I love women empowerment, all that stuff. But it, it, I don't care if Black Widow ever comes out again. That's fair. I mean, I will say, like, I don't think Marvel has done the best job with, like, female lead roles for they did their movies. with the one girl. With Captain Marvel, you think? Whoever it was that, like, saved the day in Endgame. Oh, I or think... Or Infinity War. I think that when she shows up in Endgame, it's awesome. But I think her standalone movie... Captain Marvel. Yeah. But I think her standalone yeah. movie isn't that good. Oh, i never seen it. Yeah, I don't think that one stands up too well. I think that, actually, DC with their whole Wonder Woman franchise... That's really good. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it's really great. I've never seen it. I don't think they're. I don't. But I think DC did the opposite. Their Justice League and like Batman vs Superman and all that garbage. But the one wasn't Wolver Snyder franchise, Cut great. I haven't seen the Snyder Cut because it's like eight hours long. It's so long. Yeah, it's four hours, but four hours. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it for that reason. Hmm. Interesting. UAV overhead. Um. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll put a button in that and yeah. move on. We'll just see what happens with I'm, this. You're going to talk about this next one, too, because I have not read this story, but Dude, you this have. this wild. Is it like um, sad wild? No, it's more like get angry at this guy wild. Interesting. Yeah, so. Interesting. This has everything to do with Canada's infamous residential school system. Um, so this is all about a priest that has sparked outrage. So Father Raheel Forrest was put on forced leave Wednesday, following remarks that he made over a week-long period starting on July 10th, in which he doubted victims of Canada's residential school system. Residential schools, if you don't know, they were a system of schools that were largely for indigenous children that were mostly run by the Catholic Church with federal government funding. Mm. The schools were notoriously this. cruel and long-faced allegations that children had been abused or they went missing under their care. To date, over 1,300 unmarked graves have been found at four of the former residential schools across Canada, a fraction of over the 130 that used to exist. Yikes. Yeah. Um, so Forrest of the St. Boniface uh, Archdiocese in Winnipeg was standing in for a couple of weeks. Wait, did you did you say Archdiocese by... Archdiocese. I don't know how to say that. Is it Archdiocese? Yes. I don't know anything about Catholicism. Like at all. You never heard you never heard diocese? No. I've never heard it. I've never read the word before. Like when a pirate dies, he diocese. Harby Larby. Okay, continue. <laughs> okay, so the Archdiocese, is that saying it right? Yep. Okay. And Winnipeg was standing in for a couple of weeks while the main priest at his church was away. During that time, Forrest told parishioners that victims of the residential schools, particularly those that were sexually abused, had lied. This is his quote. If the victims wanted extra money from the money that was given to them, they had to lie sometimes. Lie that they were abused sexually and, oh, another $50,000. It's kind of hard if you're poor not to lie. Go ahead and fire this man this, and put him in jail. He said this during a sermon. He was preaching this. It's unfortunate that I've heard worse in sermons. Oh, yeah. But oh, the Catholic Church, you guys, you guys just can't catch a break, huh? 
If you, oh, oh, I don't even know. For real, dude. I don't even, nope, 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 nope. Put Let's him in jail. Into a, put him in jail. Not a happy note. Just put him in jail. Oh yeah, that dude should be in jail for what he said. Like don't 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 do that. Don't don't That's don't victim up. blame because That's bad. He's you, putting it on the victims, and then he's diminishing their claims and saying that they're not real. Yeah, they just lied because they wanted more money. Get out of here. That's messed up. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Okay, let's let's end on a high on a high note before we go into a game, and then we'll they'll wrap. We'll wrap. Yeah, we'll wrap. Sounds good to me. If you got, did we talk about the duct tape passenger on regular or just Patreon? On regular, but this was a different person. This is a new guy. I know, but did the old one, the other one was on regular? I think so. Yeah, you're sure. I'm pretty sure because we watched the video of it. Right, but I I remember reading a comment on Patreon. We did it on both. Okay, I know we did it on. Okay, both. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. give it to him, Davey, because now it's not on American was last time. Yeah, I think it was American last night. This last time, time it's on Frontier Airlines. Passenger the has place been to get a duct ticket. taped to a seat. And oh, man, this one's justified because this guy is a jerk. All right, um, let's hear it. Yeah. According to a Miami uh, police department. Oh, report, of course it was in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Why would it not be in Florida? Well, here's the thing. It's not a Florida man. Maxwell Barry of Norwalk, Ohio. But but hey, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. He when was, in Florida, <laughs> do as the Floridians do. Hey, you got you got to hear this though. He was on a Frontier Airlines flight July 31st from Philadelphia. Born and to raised Miami, on the playground is where, where I spent most of my days. days. Go ahead. Where he was already intoxicated after drinking two alcoholic beverages. Okay, <laughs> don't say that like that ain't a lot. Because also, we don't know what those were. Depending on drink, if you got a double long island iced tea, no Coke, no lemonade. Mm -hmm. Two of those. Might take you out. Yeah. Especially with jet lag. Also, he could have just had a really low um, tolerance. But Yeah, he could be a skinny boy. Yeah. The police report said that Barry ordered two more drinks on the flight. The report said that he used an empty cup to brush against the backside of a flight attendant so he would already be harassing um, the flight attendants here and then he spilled the drink onto himself. Barry said that he then or Barry then groped the chest of a female flight attendant and then punched a male flight attendant in the face who was watching over him. Um, according to the ABC affiliate uh, WPVI, um, Barry reportedly began fighting other passengers as they restrained him to his seat by using duct tape. Now, in that thing, there's actually a video of this where Barry goes off by saying, my parents are millionaires worth more than your life. And then he goes off and he's like, my grandfather is worth more than you could ever be alive today. Like he's just going off on these people. Absolute horrible personality here. And then Barry remained duct taped until his flight landed and the police arrested him. Now, here's the thing. Frontier Airlines originally responded to this by um, suspending the entire staff of that flight. For without what? pay, because they wanted to do an investigation to figure no. out if it was the right thing to do. When there is video footage of this guy being an absolute jerk to these people, and he's, he's sexually he harassing attendants, tapes. punching one in the face, hitting other passengers, and also all the horrible stuff that he says too. Why didn't they all just jump him? Then the internet kicked in, and we're like, 
What's wrong with you, Frontier? Yeah. So this facts. is this is an update on it uh, just from earlier today. Frontier Airlines now says that it supports and will pay the crew of the flight attendants it had earlier said were suspended after restraining that passenger charged with groping and punching them. The airline initially told CNN that the crew members will be, as required in such circumstances, relieved of flying pending completion of an investigation. So initially they were relieved of flying. Now at least they're they're getting paid. There we they go. They support their people. They're getting paid. That's all that matters. And, you know, after everything that flight attendants have been through in the past year, like with not being allowed to work, them being allowed to work, and then all the horrible stuff that has come out through people just being jerks on flights about wearing masks or jerks on flights of people just being racist and stupid and stupid and bigoted and all that all together, like airline airline staff have dealt with so much crap in the past yeah. year that this is ridiculous for them to have to put up with this and then their airline be like, we don't support you. Wait, not enough, fam. We, we support you. However, 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 they do have to do investigation so it doesn't make sense. That makes sense, yeah. Um, I mean, they went they went by the book on it, but then everyone was Sometimes like, by the book's by the book. not really good, so they threw out the book. Well, they started um, with the book. They started with the Either book. Either way, it got, re- it got fixed. We it good. got fixed. We good. So this now, is a wild story. We're going to end this show by playing a game. Let's do some Where improv. we describe our profession, not our actual profession, but a profession uh-huh. that we make up, but we explain it terribly. However, everything we say has to actually do with the job. But we're describing it really badly. And the other person is going to try to guess what that profession is. Cool. Would you like to start this? I would like to start this. Go ahead. All right. So I was at work the other day. How many guesses do we get? Uh, Two. Two. Yeah, two's good. Um, I was going to say three, but two is good. Two's good. Um, So I was at work the other day. Uh I got the meat. I put it in the basket. I start up the water. I let the water come to a boil. Some guy comes up to me. He goes, hey, yo, guy. I'm like, hey, listen up. Hot dog vendor. My- yeah, that's a hot dog vendor. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I did the voice, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, ah, it's a hot dog guy. I was like, meat, water. And when you said you're going to put the meat in the water, I was like, that's a hot dog, hot dog vendor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'll get a little more like vague with it, I think. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, so uh, when I go to work, first thing I do is I go and I start looking into people's stuff. <laughs> like bank accounts, um, all their records, all the taxes that they've paid. And basically, I just want to teach them how to to be a fraud to the government. Mm. That's pretty much the entirety of it. Nice. You a CPA? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. All right. Okay. So I get up, right? I drive to work. I sit down at my desk. And I just take calls all day and let people yell at me. But then I try to convince them that it's their fault that they're yelling at me, not mine. Because I don't do anything wrong. It's always their fault. And I pointed out to them, I explained it to them over and over and over again. It's their fault. They say they got a problem. I say, solve it. Oh. 
Yeah. I first thought a telemarketer. That's my first guess. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? That's wrong. Interesting. But the whole problem Here, thing was throwing I'll me off. I'll give you more. I'll give you more. They call into me with their problem. They tell me that they can't pay. Something's wrong with it. But it's their fault. Is it a bill collector? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Yeah. I was going for like um, specific mortgage bill collector, but bill collector works. Okay. Yeah. Because I worked as that. And man, everybody that calls in is mad at you. Everybody. Okay. You sent me a bill. It's wrong. It says I owe two months payment. When? What's the date on the letter? It says July 18th. I paid it on the, I paid it on the 17th. The letter was sent out a week before that because that's how the mail works, sir. The letter is yeah. invalid. Thanks for calling. You're fine. Like, that's rough. All of that. Okay. Everybody's mad. Honestly, I spend most of my days reminding people that they're going to die. So that their time's coming soon. Honestly. You a pastor? <laughs> that's guess one. Nope. And uh, just reminding them that their time is coming. Mm. And it is what it is. You can't postpone it. And what the, the worst thing about it is that you can't really even predict it. So mainly, I just want to remind you that you're going to die and let you know that your family is going to be suffering for a pretty long time. Unless, of course, we have more conversations. I could probably make them suffer less. But you'll still die. Unless we have more conversations? Mm-hmm. Man, I thought I knew, and then you said that. Now I don't think I know at all. I won't Man. count pastor, because that was a joke, obviously. Okay. I want to say a life insurance salesman. Yep. Are you serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man. Okay, then you can count pastor, because that was funny. <laughs> all right. Honestly, dude, I feel like I spent my whole life going around in circles. A NASCAR driver. Yeah. <laughs> That's that good. was too easy. That was too easy. That was fun, though. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> I just thought of one. That'll be so funny if you get it. Because it's going to be specific. So, honestly, I just like having conversations with people. Like, all at once, though. Like, as long as all eyes are on me, it's fine. Like, but... I'm having conversations and uh, it's kind of a cool job. You know, I get to stay home, sit in my chair, hang out with my friends. Well, not in person, but I still get to hang out with them in a way. Oh, right. That's pretty much all I do, though. A streamer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I didn't want to say play games because I was like, that's going to be obvious. Yeah. I can't believe we charged $7 for this on the menu. All I do. You sell avocado toast? No. <laughs> All I do. <laughs> we don't have to count that. Okay. All I do is I peel back the wrapper. I toss it in the microwave. Two minutes. It's out. It's done. What do I do? What do I do about that? And they come in here and they're like, oh, oh, baby back ribs. No, no, no. Baby back ribs. Huh. What is it, Dickies? Nah. 
You spent why do you say baby back ribs then? They sell baby back ribs? Mm-hmm. You throw it in the microwave for two minutes. You charge seven dollars for it. Who charges seven dollars for ribs? McDonald's? <laughs> McRib? It's only four dollars. So it can't be that. I mean everybody comes in for the baby back ribs, but it's not what they order. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's it's a chef at Applebee's. <laughs> oh, who buys ribs at Applebee's? Because <laughs> they're always they're always like bringing it up in their commercials and stuff. I've never seen an Applebee's, Applebee's commercial well, in my life. Applebee's or Chili's, both of them do it. They're not the same. They're not the same. But and they cook those ribs. No microwave those. Yeah, but everything at Applebee's is microwaved. Come on. No way. Yeah. Freshly cooked the order. Sure it is. Every single day. Yeah, right. <laughs> Every single day. Mm. Good job. Yeah. I just take children. <laughs> what? School bus driver. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean nobody wants them anyways. I mean somebody will want them, but right now not really. So, I just watch them for a while. You, you a babysitter? Nope. Dang, got me. What is it? You, don't you still have one more? I said school bus driver. Oh, you're serious? I, I, well, I guess I was joking, but okay, I'll give you one more. Do you run an orphanage? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to go so dark with it, but I should have. <laughs> All right. You forget who you're playing with? That's right. That's right. I, I should have known better. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Listen. They call. I get the text. I answer. I go to the location. I pick up what I got to pick up. I make the drop off. Third ass driver. No. Because what some people call an underground business, some people call human trafficking. I call it my day-to-day. Uber. Yeah, it's an Uber driver. Okay. <laughs> I was like, human trafficking? <laughs> Excuse me? What? I move people from place to place. What can I say? <laughs> Honestly, my entire job... To make sure my balls are always out. <laughs> what? If my balls aren't out, my job is not done right. Well, not just my balls, but everybody's balls. Have to be out. Yeah. You don't want them hidden away. You want them out in the open. Make sure everybody can grab them. Because when you touch my balls, they may become your balls. That's the type of connection we'll have. Are you a caddy? Nope. Golf course? PE coach? <laughs> nope. <laughs> what is it? Sometimes when people...
when people come, they take their clothes off. Because <laughs> they want to try on mine. What? You can even donate your balls to take some of mine. If you'd like. Because when my balls are out, they're your balls. <laughs> what? I'm obviously going to have to charge you, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dick Sporting Goods. Oh. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I've never been to a Dick Sporting Goods. Or Dunham's. Or no, any no. sports store. Nah. <laughs> Learn something about me, everybody. <laughs> I'm not an athlete. At all. Uh, at all. Um, okay, so I will. I'll, I'll go into it. I'll just jump into it. Yesterday, I felt like I was neck deep inside a horse's ass. Neck deep? Yeah. You were neck deep <laughs> inside a horse's what? Ass. <laughs> Day. Seems like everything's medicinal. Which, if everything's medicinal today, could have used that a lot yesterday. But some things you just really need to get an arm in there to really shove out a leg. What are you, a vet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, what the heck is going on here? Sometimes I like to rest the, the top of my hand on my friend's ball sack. Yeah. A little tap on the butt. Let him know I'm ready for him. Mm hmm. I'd hate to get the sack, though. You a quarterback? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to get the sack, though. That's funny. That's what gave it away, I think. I know. I didn't want to say it, but I feel like I didn't give you enough to say anything that was anywhere near appropriate. I kept thinking baseball until until you said I hate to get the sack. Okay. I just told him put it in rice. They insisted they had to bring it in. Geek Squad. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you break, I fix, but I was like, maybe that's too specific. Mm -hmm. Geek Squad's fine. Geek Squad works. Yeah. I went to you break, I fix. Like, that's where I got my phone fixed. What was wrong with it? Uh, the screen was cracked. I got both the front and back screen replaced. Recently? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I'm not saying that one. I changed my mind. Um, <laughs> I wish this was Patreon. I do because I have the perfect one for you. Mm. But I refuse to say it on this public show. Mm. So... When people come into my place of employment, the first thing I'll ask them to do is take off all their clothes. <laughs> you can look, but you cannot touch. I do all the touching. 
I was going to say a strip club until you said I do all the touching. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I do all the touching. You can only look. Strip club? No. You're a stripper? Don't touch. <laughs> Jeez. Dead air, dude. I don't know. Masseuse, you're a masseuse. Whoa, <laughs> that was good. All right, I got it. All I deal with is the blacks and the whites. <laughs> Laundromat. Mm. Now nah, that'd be the colors and the lights. I deal with blacks and whites. I ride around wealthy neighborhoods because those are the only kind of people I'd ever deal with. At least the only kind of people that had tipped me well. I deal with the blacks and the whites. I only go through rich neighborhoods because those are the people that would tip me well. Blacks, whites, rich, tip me well. It makes sense because all the rich people would really like to tip a child. It's the blacks and whites parts that throw me off. Because part of me says a Girl Scout. But what does that have to do with blacks and whites? It's not a Girl Scout. People want to tip a kid. Some people confuse me for a Mormon missionary, but that's not why I ride Jehovah's around on my bicycle. Jehovah's Witness. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Newspaper delivery boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes, stab animals. <laughs> you butcher? Nope. Oh, dang. I mean, I do what I can. You know, it is what it is. Mm. But you feel like your animal's on the cusp? You call me. I'll take care of it. Don't you worry. Nobody will ever know. Little Timmy went to the park. Mm-hmm. Never came back. He won't bark anymore. Are you a vet? Yeah. You're also a vet. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's just see if I can throw you for a loop by using something that we've already used. Dang. All right. One more each. Go. Okay. I just like to watch. That's all I do. I just watch. I tell you what I think. But I just like to watch. People let me in on their computers. They let me watch what's going on. I tell them what I think, what I can do. I help them out. But they know the bottom line. They're giving me such show. This all I do. Are you a computer tech? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I don't <laughs> like this at all. I was really trying to capture the essence of a computer tech. <laughs> Most people walk in with clothes on. <laughs> they take them off. 
shortly thereafter. I mean, bare naked. Now to sit and I stroke away. <laughs> um jeez I want them to look me in my eye <laughs> while you stroke yep <laughs> sometimes hard sometimes soft as long as I'm stroking we keep going <laughs> Uh, uh, you a tennis player? Nope. You're naked. You're naked, right? <laughs> no, they are. They're naked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could get naked too if it made them more comfortable. I prefer to keep my clothes on while I'm watching, though. But you, while you're watching. Mm-hmm. How are you watching? Them. Them. Dude, I don't know. A painter. Fanny Noon Models. Stroke. <laughs> That's crazy. Thank you for listening to another episode of, of the Decent Takes Show. Serving beat actors to the masses or greatness to the globe. You decide. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>